This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Words of Integration and Guidance by Marcus Borg and John Dominic Crossan. Because of the importance of Christmas, how we understand the stories of Jesus' birth matters. What we think they're about, how we hear them, read them, interpret them, matters. They are often sentimentalized, and of course, there is emotional power in them. They touch the deepest of human yearnings, for light in the darkness, for the fulfillment of our hopes, for a different kind of world. Moreover, for many Christians, they are associated with their earliest memories of childhood. Christmas has emotional power. But the stories of Jesus' birth are more than sentimental. The stories of the first Christmas are both personal and political. They speak of personal and political transformation. Set in their first century context, they are comprehensive and passionate visions of another way of seeing life and of living our lives. They challenge the common life, the status quo of most times and places. They are about light in our darkness, the fulfillment of our deepest yearnings, and the birth of Christ within us. They are about us, our hopes and our fears, and they are about a different kind of world. God's dream for us is not simply peace of mind, but peace on earth. A reading of scripture from Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. The Holy Gospel, as we continue in Luke uh, chapter 1, 46 to 55. And Mary sang, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. 
Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is His name. His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. She has shown strength with her arm. She has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. She has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promises she made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to her descendants forever. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. As our reading uh, earlier just said, the stories around Christmas are so familiar. We hear what we've heard many times before, and that can make it difficult to hear something new. Yet I think we must. Our own Ryan Kuja wrote an incredibly powerful piece about Mary and her song that I think a number of us had a chance to read and were blessed by. I told him I was going to borrow a little bit this morning, and uh, I'm guessing all of you haven't read it, so I'm going to just read a couple of excerpts to kind of set the stage for this morning. Ryan wrote, Mary's words are timeless. They crescendo across time and socio-political context to speak into the particular landscape in which we ourselves are situated. Mary's words echo the Jewish prophetic tradition of interrogating religio-political systems that oppress society's outsiders and the impoverished. In fact, these words of Mary were such a threat, Ryan writes, that they were banned from being read or sung in India during the British colonial administration. Imagine that, words of scripture being banned, not for their purely religious context, but because they also echo a threat to the status quo. They were also banned in El Salvador and Guatemala in the 80s. Argentina outlawed them uh, during the dirty war years. The mothers of the disappeared children putting Mary's song on public display. And in response, the government said, you cannot do that anymore. Those words are forbidden. Her words are raw, untamed, and status quo disrupting. In fact, Ryan suggests if Mary lived in our country today, she'd perhaps be a black, a 14-year-old black girl struggling to get by in Flint, or an adolescent Latina eking out an existence with her immigrant parents in El Paso. And entering into Advent through Mary's prophetic praise, Ryan writes, challenges us to imagine the new social order of which she spoke, to reject practices of individual, institution, and governmental oppression and exploitation, and to refashion our shared life together around the politics of God's kingdom of compassion. beautifully put. And in thinking about the text this week and in chewing on what Ryan had written and what others had written, thinking about what Mary wrote, I put together a poem of sorts. 
which I hope you'll enjoy. Not the white-skinned, blue-hued Madonna of front lawns and postcards. This girl, brown as the dirt she sweeps across the barren floor. A two-room house with broken beams sheltering the poor. Dreams a few amid fitful sleep. Worry telling its old tale. A child, her, forgotten beneath a cloud that hovers o'er, invisible realities that mystify the mind, empire reigns even here in rural Palestine. A northern girl, she has no name, Judeans turn aside, Roman citizens scoff, their mother she built on those seven hills. This backward town of Nazareth, not a worthy home for dogs. Barely more than 12, 13, enough to know your life, it doesn't matter. Told by men time and again, you have no voice, no place here. Chicago, South Side, finds this ninth grader, bearing the weight of six classes and possible deportation in her hand-me-down knapsack. Eyes look away as she walks the halls of this school she doesn't even know. This girl, brown, as the dirt swept under the rug in the two-room apartment where the steam pipes heat the floor. Dreams? A few. Amid sirens, bullets fired. Fitful sleep, worry telling its old tale. A child, her forgotten beneath the cloud that hovers o'er, invisible amid realities that mystify today. Empire reigns even here in the good old USA. An immigrant, she has no name. Classmates turn aside. White men scoff, proud citizens of that city on a hill. Barely more than 12, 13, enough to know your life? It doesn't matter. Told by men time and again, you have no voice, no place here. Off to market now she trods, this path to Galilee, marked by so many women through time and eternity. Selling bread helps put bread on the table, an irony without humor in this town where manna can no longer be found. Get a fresh loaf here, she yells drowned out by others selling olives and wares, each exchange keeping hunger at bay. A gruff hand grabs a loaf and gives an elbow for payment. A look says, what else are you selling here? Bruised, wiping a defiant look from glistening eyes, she turns her cheek another direction knowing all too well that silence might be her only protection. Fresh bread, she murmurs, as tears begin to fall, wondering if this is the place that God and the angels forgot when Eden was glistening and new. Off to market, another one trods this path in El Salvador, marked by so many women as time goes on as before. Buying bread a difficult task these days when drought abounds. Get a fresh loaf here, she hears, pushing her way to grasp a bit of hope that won't last beyond today. A five-year development plan 
promises a nation, productive, educated, safe. She knows better. Her wisdom honed by many days under a Latin sun. History flows in her blood, indigo, coffee, sugar cane. Production under a new master is slavery by another name. A defiant look in her eyes, she turns her cheek in another direction, wondering if this is the place that God and angels forgot when Eden was glistening and new. Nazareth, close to nowhere. As embers glow and Mary's hands warm, worn from another day of the same servitude in this small town where visions go to die. What matters it if I close my eyes and dream of something new? I've played that game and it's just the same when I was younger by a few. Back then I thought what life had wrought was not my destiny. But now I see that life cannot be more than what it is. Leaning back, her eyes they cloud, closed off, her mind a shroud. But a light, a voice, do not fear, for you will bear a child here who will be son of God. How can this be? I am just she, this girl whom life has passed on by. Now blessed you among all peers, for nothing is impossible with God. Alone again, she starts to bend her mind upon this scene. Could it be? But doubts creep in, the embers witnessing. A voice is raised in Nazareth, Chicago, El Salvador. It echoes in the halls of men who trample on the poor, where borders and bodies bear marks of war, assaulted every day. Their voices join a chorus of displaced, forgotten chords. My soul, it magnifies the Holy One, the Lord, who knew me all along, who saw me in the dirt and raised me with her very arm. Proud men we knew, familiar, untouchable, now tumble from on high. Each day more pain echoes forth like banners across the sky. Me too, me too, me too. Liberation dances on the tongues of, of refugee, immigrant, child. God has filled us with good things. The wealthy hung out to dry. My soul sees the land of freedom, subversive as it may be, where children walk and women breathe, for the sun has set them free. Liberation of the poor, salvation on display according to the promises she made. They matter still today. The anthem beckons here and now for you, for me, for all. So long as bullets light the skies and prophets rest on paths of lies, then silent we must not be. For weak, for poor, for queer and more are suffering every day. These girls still sing, but will we bring our all to make it real? Amen. Namaste.
invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Holland Area Arts Council in downtown Holland. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org.